0: Gimara ta'anit, daf yud Aleph. the masikhar has been dedicated from the Jamal brothers, Norman, Joseph, and Jacob, in memory of their grandparents, uh, Norman and Sally Jamal, as well as their grandparents, Joseph and Vicky Bader. Hashem Eden. amen. Today's daf is being studied for Asherema Hayasara Bat Simcha. Eynar Efana Da B'Toch Shar Chodei Amen. So we begin today's daf Rabotai on Yud Amud Bet And we're studying on the bottom of the Amud, one, two, three, four lines from the bottom. Amar Abi Huda. Amar Rabbi If a person is traveling on the road, Al Yochal Yoted Mishner LeAvon. So when he's traveling. He shouldn't eat more than he would normally eat during years of famine, which means he shouldn't overeat or eat a lot when he's traveling. Why not? What's the problem? My ta'ama Here in Bavir, they explained it to me, it's not good for the intestines. When you eat and travel, as she says, either it will cause a a hole in the intestines or it'll cause the intestines uh, to flow. Maybe it means like... uh, uh, diarrhea of some sort. Baram Tosfot says, It's not good for the intestines, when you eat and travel. Another explanation, am nem meshum The issue over here is that you're going to run out of food. You're on the road, and you need, uh, you need to preserve your food. Or you might not have uh, uh, later on, so therefore they're basically saying that when you travel, conserve your food, like you were eating in a time of famine, just so you don't run out. My benayu, what would be the nafka mina between the two reasons? For Ika benayu, the Gemara says the where you're sitting in a boat. Well, in a boat, you don't have the problem of the intestines because you're not traveling. The boat is just traveling smooth. The problem is the food. You're not going to have food because you're still traveling. So you have to conserve your food. As she says on top, the yativ be'arba shalach the problem of you're still going to have. You need to conserve, because it is still a traveling. There's no problem with because again, it seems that the boat is more uh, smooth on the water than it is if you were actually traveling on land. Iname, gives another answer. Let's say you're traveling from one place where there's merchants to another place where there's merchants, where there's food. You're basically traveling in a... Populated area where you can always get food. So the food's not going to be the issue, but the problem will be the intestines. The Amara then says a story about a Papa. Raf Papa called Parsa u Parsa akhil His custom was that every Parsa that he would travel, he would actually eat a loaf of bread. He held the main reason is Mayana. And since the papa was was fat, let's put it that way, therefore he was able to tolerate. His intestines were not affected. When do we say the intestines get affected by eating on the road? That's a regular guy. But somebody that was a baal basa, like the papa, he could handle eating on the road, you know, a nice quantity, and it wouldn't affect him. Read the Rashi, akhal rifta, kol parsa u parsa akhal rifta, kasaba. (laughs)
1: <laughs> basically he
0: basically was able to handle it you know he was able to eat on the road and he wasn't worried about the uh, the consequences the Gemara then says Call Amad Aviudam Marab. Call Amad Iv Atzmo, B'shner Avon. That anybody that starves himself at a time of famine, Nitzon Me Mitam he'll be saved from Mitam Meshuna, from a, a, a uh, an un, uh, uncommon death. Shne Emar Berav Padecha Mimavet. It says in the famine. Padecha, God saved you from death. Mera'av b'v'ele. The simple explanation is the Gemara should say, av from famine, God saved you from death. Mera'av uh, b'v'ele. The Gemara says, Ela hachi ka'amar, beshgar shemar'iv atzmo b'shne re'avon, and zikhu that he limits himself, and he starves himself in the years of famine, so he'll be saved from a death that is not normal. What is mitah mishunah? As she says, Met. Right. They Look at it like, Malak he kills you in your bed. That's a, a good death. He you know, dies in his bed. As opposed to a death of natural causes, let's say, where a person... Uh, is, uh, you know, in war or things like that, where he gets, got to be killed like that, so therefore he will be saved from that. Now I'm assuming, uh, it's talking about that even though he has food in his place, meaning I think this is talking about empathy over here. I mean, what, what's the Gemara saying? If it's Schnee I Avon, obviously you're not going to eat. We don't need the Gemara to tell you don't eat during a time of famine. It means even though in your place there is, you know, what to eat, but nonetheless, you're empathizing with everybody else, so therefore it says the person will be uh, saved from from uh, an unnatural death. Uh does anybody have a note on that? I don't know. I'm, I'm reading a conventional Yamara, but that's the way I'm understanding it. Then the Maharsha doesn't. She,
1: she changes the word. <inaudible>
0: yeah, so that's that, 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 that right. So so and that she also says. <inaudible> So it sounds like that he's not bitzahad. It sounds like Israel is bitzahad, and uh, he's not. So it sounds like this is an empathy situation over here. That he's he's uh, that's, um, that's the way I would understand it as well. Amar said, adam mitato A person is not allowed to have Tashmisha mita relations with his wife in the time of famine. Again, uh, Rashi says, again, it sounds like over here, the world is suffering, and therefore you have to, uh, you know, you have to be part of the suffering, so, even though you might not be part of it, that's the point, even though you might be, you know, uh, uh, relieved from this problem of, of the avon, but you cannot be enjoying, you have to limit yourself and not have a Tashmish, Shne'eman, how do we know this? Well, Yosef Yulad, Shne'banim, beterem tara'av. Yosef had two children before the famine came. So it's much sure that once the famine came in Egypt, even though Yosef definitely had food, but it doesn't matter. Yosef uh, uh, empathized, and he didn't have food. tara'av. He was in Egypt. There was food in Egypt. The famine was in Kanaan. So therefore... Um, you see that what that Joseph uh, Joseph was Mahmir. He was he had um, he refrained Tana, but the Gemara does say <coughs> If you don't have children, so this doesn't apply to people that don't have children. If you don't have children, so for sure you're able to uh, have Teshmish. She says Fine. Which means they didn't fulfill Priya ve basically. Okay. So now, we should stop over here for a second and make some analysis. Look at the top Tosfot. Asur le'adam neshamesh mitato b'shne de'avon. So Tosfot has a, a strong question. Ve'im to'mar, if you're going to say, hare yuchev et nol'dah ben hachomot et ra'av haya Exactly. Yochevet, when they came down to Egypt. So when they came down to Egypt, there was a famine in Canaan. and Yochevet was born. So that means obviously uh, Levi uh, had Tashmish during a famine. And we just said Asur. That's the question. How did Levi have Tashmish in the time of famine? Ah, uh, So now those folk learn this whole Gemara is Hasidut. When the Gemara says that it's Asud, it doesn't mean it's Asur. It means if a person wants to be noheg, this, uh, this stringency. That's what it means. It's a, it's a humra. So Yosef accepted the stringency upon himself. Adam. Shimshu, right? Not everybody accepted the stringency. You know, some people accepted it, some people didn't. So Yosef did. But uh, Levi, Levi didn't. Okay, that's, that's a big hadush over here. Now we're putting Yosef. You know, sounds like Yosef is mahmir and Levi is not. And the question is, uh, the question is, what would be the uh, what would be the difference over here? Why why why, is, uh, why, why are we separating between the Sadiqim over here? But that's what Tosfot is ultimately saying. is saying,
1: Rabbi, maybe Levi was already part of the suffering because he was part of the, the ra'av whereas Yosef needed to do something because he was not part
0: of the Rav. Okay, well, well, we'll check the Mahavsha now.
1: And we... Rabbi, how about another question? Rabbi, well, we'll go slow, go slow. go slow, well,
0: go slow. Look, to answer your question, David, they had food. Bnei Yaakov had food always when they were in Canaan. So it's not like they were, they were suffering. They had food. We learned yesterday he just went down to Egypt because so, so they shouldn't be conspicuous. The point is over here, for is saying that the whole... All right, one second time. I know. okay. That sounds much better now. Tzefot is making a chelou. So you have to open up the maharsha. It's a very important maharsha here that really uh, unravels this uh, this foot So open up the maharsha first, and then we'll take comments. Open up the maharsha first. You have to see it inside. It is going to be on da yud aleph, and it's going to be.
2: Oh
0: boy. I know everybody wants to talk about that from YouTube because we're getting a back feed. Uh, it's the Tosa it's the Maharsha that's going to begin. Mishneira Avon. Okay, in the small letters, in the in the, uh, in the small letters. There's a few, few Tosfots to talk about this. Let's do the one, B'Shner uh, Re'avon, it says. V'chatvu'a Tosfot, tomar harayu chavet shenolda benachomot. That's Tosfot's question. V'ayen terutsim b'zeh beran u'b'ra'em. Okay, they all ask this question. U'bebet Yosef tur urachayim siman tak'ad. Dahad v'ra'em ayen sham. But Yosef also gave an answer. Okay, simple answer. They were before Matan Torah. Matan Torah, you can't ask a question why they didn't keep these laws before Matan Torah. There was no Yesu before Matan Torah. You know, Joseph was only an Asmaqta. It's, it's not a law that he had to keep. It happened to be that he. Uh, he, didn't have, he had his children before the famine came. But it wasn't a law that anybody had to keep. So therefore you can't ask me, ah, it was mutar. We had no problems. I am sham beorech. My doesn't like this answer for the reason that you don't like this answer. Because we know that and the tzaddikim kept the Torah before it was given. So therefore we have to, we have to look at their lives as if it's after matan Torah. Bekashir, Tirutso kiban shu asul la akhar matan tura sens se se kdem fitan after matan tura a feel mitra banan again albeit mitra banan wadaa da ya lavi mkayem isulo levis ke feel isulim mitra banan ki moi je quand touche a vote ki mou afilo elu betamshilin like even kept takanot like elu tamshilin avad anahon ki shiitat at beshitat at tosfour uhtabira daem hadin ya Yosef mutan lishamesh Really, Menadin, Yosef had no problem, Rabotai. Kivan banim haya. Oh, Yosef, Rabotai, did not fulfill periyah v'ribiyah. Yosef only had uh, Menashe and Ephraim, by the way. He didn't have a girl. So he didn't fulfill, really, uh, the uh, periyah v'ribiyah. So technically, from the law, Yosef has every right to have to Elawat. It was mahmir on himself. Haya shelo haya bat. He didn't have a bat. hasidut. that's why Yosef did mitat hasidut. It's mitat hasidut because technically he was allowed because he didn't fulfill Priyav ribiyah. He was Hasukh banim, and therefore what korchkudav tosvoat. Abal Levi lo hasidut banim, Very simple. Levi was Hasukh banim. He didn't have he didn't have a, a, a daughter, and since he didn't have a daughter. So therefore, he, he didn't take this from now. You can't have a question. Why didn't Levi know hegmidat hasidut? He, he wanted to fulfill the <laughs> yavda Yosef, on the other hand, he acted midat hasidut. hasidut. <laughs> 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 and Levi didn't. There's no problem. Why Levi? He wasn't breaking any law. The Anan Gamrina. What do we learn from this? Anan Gamrina is mi Yosef lemi she'en hasukbanim. hasuk banim v'kiem We learned from Yosef that was mahmir. That what? that if a person does have children, that it's asur for him to have tashmish. Because if it wasn't asur to have tashmish, Yosef would not be ma'amid in his situation. He's only Mahmeed in his situation because there's cases where it's the law where you cannot have tashmish. So therefore, we learn from Yosef that even though he didn't have children, so he was ma'amid. So he says, If there wasn't any suit existing for someone that fulfilled pereyah Right? Since Yosef did not fulfill Pereyav right. and so why was he Mahmir? Because since there's a case where it's assumed, namely where a person fulfilled Pereyav so therefore Yosef was Mahmir. So from Yosef, we learn what applies to people that do not have, that, that already fulfilled Pereyav That's the way Tosfo, Maharsha answers. So Medvira Yerushalmi she can The belil mutar Another answer that on the night of tevila it's mutar to have to even mishnere avon. So yes, the taretz came, the fishy tada tosford levinet abera simple, you can say eshit got pregnant on the night of tevila. Because that's mutar even in two And Yosef was a And even had a on the Tevila. And we learned from Yosef, If there wasn't an Isur outside of Yom Tevila, he wouldn't have been mahmir on Yom was So from the, the fact that Yosef is being mahmir that shows you that it's issu somewhere else, namely outside of Lel Yom Tevila. That's another answer. Obe per panat raze. Another answer. Vayzeh panah raze. Tid es beshem badeem. The beshvili Yosef Shay yachid lo asru atzma me'hashemesh. The chiyagav na katab ha'heskuni. Yeah, just because Yosef did it, they didn't have to do it. Which means they, because Yosef was yachid, therefore they didn't uh they didn't um uh, learn from uh, Yosef. They didn't feel that what it's a um a chumra that they have to take upon themselves. Now we ask a question from Yitzchak. Remember we saw Yitzchak was in uh, Girab. and he was mesachik. Avimelech uh, uh, saw him mesachik. kom There was no at that time. And we learned clearly. Remember, allowed his sons to get married. Why? But he went outside of uh, They went outside of Israel. So it sounds like as long as you're outside of Israel and there's no famine over there, it's no problem. It's clear, it's like there's no question at all. The pasuk clearly says there was no famine at that time. Obviously, they don't care about uh, this halakha. They left the Sibur. They abandoned the Sibur. So you think they care about the Shnei Re'avod? So don't, don't ask me about Eli Melech. They weren't following anything, these guys. Look what happened when they got married, by the way. They lost their money. Their wives, they died. So you can't ask me a question about Eli Melech. <laughs> Eli Melech... <laughs> There's nothing to do. He didn't care about this law, obviously. They left. They abandoned the people. Well, if you can't have tashmish b'shnei time, obviously you can't abandon your, uh, your the nation. He was about tzedakah. He left. So that's the way the Maharshal's uh, uh, reconciled. So again, the fourth tzedush here is that Yosef was mahmir, even though technically he didn't have to be mahmir. He could have had tashmish because, uh, again, he was considered hasuchah banin. Uh, but from the fact that Yosef was mahmir, that we see that if somebody is not Hasuch Banim, then indeed he should not have Tashmish. And Yochevet, Levi was Hasuch Banim, he didn't have a daughter. And there was no problem on Yochevet why he was able to have the Tashmish.
2: Rabbi, the note uh, brings a ritva with an interesting answer. He says that uh, he says that it only, it only applies to where, it doesn't apply to where Oved Avodah uh, um, have the famine. And in Eretz Israel, since Yaakov had children, so Levi was al- had food, so Levi was allowed to. Whereas Yosef didn't know that his father had food; he thought they were starving, so he was keeping the law.
0: Aha, aha. So Levi knew, and, and 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 Yosef didn't know their their their, their status. Nice, that's it etba. Very good. So now we continue with botai, in the Gemara. Tanu Rabanan Bisman Shisrael Shirim When the Jewish people are sharui Besar. And one of them, you know, abandons the Sibur. Like we just saw by Elimelech. There's two angels that escort a person. And they put their hands on top of the guy's head. This guy that separated himself from the Sibur... Al Sibur. He should not be consoled. He should not see the consolation of the Sibur. Tanya idach because mancha sibud sharu bitzar. When the Sibur is in in, in, in pain, al yomar adam. A person shouldn't say alech lebeti. I'm going home. Veuchav veshteh. I'll eat and drink. Veshadom alecha nafshi. And uh, peace be on, to me. Everything will be okay for me. Vimoase ken alav akatuv omer veinest ason v'simcha. Harot bakar, having happiness, they're slurping sheep. Besachot achol b'asad, eating meat, ch'tot yayin, achol beshator, eat and drink and be merry, ki mehar namut, for tomorrow we shall die. What did it say after that? V'nega, beozne ha-shem sabaot, im mi avon hazeh lachem, ad temutun, we'll see if they're going to get the kapara from this sin until they die, which means you're going to bring them a death penalty. Ad kan midad benonim, that's the benonim, that, even, that at least they believe they're going to die one day. Because it says, eat and be merry today, for tomorrow we shall die. At least they think of Yom Amita. Let's drink wine, let's drink beer. And we'll do this tomorrow. They don't even think of death. They say, we'll do this tomorrow and the next day. The Rishayim even a more... Uh, um, they have lack of empathy. What did they say about that Sadiq abad. That Sadiq died. And nobody's paying attention because of the ra'ah. The tzaddik died. Now, what does that mean? The tzaddik died because of the ra'ah. So let's uh, read the she's over here first. Right. Those are
1: the
0: angels that travel with the person during the week. Hineh.
1: Sasson
0: in That's Benunim.
1: Zoom in that Benunim.
0: Right. As bad as these guys are, but they say Ki At least they believe that you know, tomorrow we shall die. So they're thinking about Yumamita at least. Abal, T Sha'in. Right, that's 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 worse. We'll do it. We're we'll going to do it tomorrow, and they don't realize that tzaddik abad.
1: Ah, uh,
0: that's the fact that God wants to bring a gezerah onto the world, and God doesn't want the tzaddik to suffer from the gezerah. So, me peneh because of the ra'ah, or before the ra'ah comes, me penei ra'ah ne'asef Classic example would be metu God took away metu before the mabul comes. K'mepenei ra'ah ne'asef asadik, so the sadik doesn't have to suffer to the gezerah. Be'ahad shehi gezerah me'etzanan. K'mepenei ra'ah ne'asef
1: asadik, lishnah harina me'penei ra'ot shel elu hu ne'asef. She'enakadosh parukhu ro'seshi ba'kesh alihem. Oh,
0: me'penei <laughs> ra'ah. <laughs> God doesn't want the Tzaddik to be around to pray and ask for mercy for the Rishaim. So, because of the bad people that Sadiq dies, God takes him away so he won't be an advocate for them. Nonetheless, the about says, So, what is, what is the person supposed to do when the people are in suffering? The person has to be himself with the Sibur. Should see Ayr Atsmohim as Sibur. Remember, they were fighting the war? and says, Moshe Rabbein, hands were heavy, so they needed to support it. they took a rock, and what? he sat on the rock. Why well, didn't, didn't have a pillow for Moshe? Why do you have to sit on a rock? Since the people are in I have to be metz'ar as well. I can't be comfortable when they're fighting a war. When the Sibur will have consolation, so he will be part of the consolation. Who's going to see me? I'm in my house. Nobody sees me. The other Sibur is suffering, but I'm in my house eating and drinking. Who's going to know? The rocks... And the walls of a person's house are going to testify against them. Shne emar ki even mekiptas ak. The wall will scream. From the uh, the rock will scream from the wall. The capist the brick meetzia anena from the wood will will call out. The bed the bishla amish shne mat eches lo adam hem miridi malab. The two angels that escort a person they're going to testify against them in shamaim. That is shne ki mat eches the and The person is going to testify. Shne Emat Misochevet Chayekah. The one that is resting in your bosom, Shimor P'thaypicha. watch your mouth, because the Shemah is going to testify against you. Adam Now, in this case over here, the Gemara is bringing many examples of who's going to testify against the person. It's either going to be the walls of his house. It's either going to be uh, his um, uh, the, 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 his neshama, or the, the two malachim that escorting. So Maharsha learns that each one of these testimonies represents a different case. So if you open up Maharsha Rabotai, we we'll read that inside another beauty piece. If you look at the Maharsha Dibur Matzir, Rabbi, one one quick question. Please do um, this. And comes into play.
1: makes it kind of the person can't be Shamesh
0: during uh, during the Tzad, Correct. Would th- would that apply to COVID? <laughs> well, the Gabaras says here, After I wonder because sh- what, 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 what's the logic? I saw once two logics in this one says to commiserate with the people you should not be uh you know enjoying yourself uh but in the case of covid i think everybody was suffering so therefore it could be only bishneda when you're relieved and everybody has you know has have, if everybody's suffering so you're equal if you go with the logic of empathy it's only when you're enjoying and everybody else is suffering but if everybody's in the same boat so therefore <laughs> Well, what's the problem? It's, not, it's, not, it's like I'm enjoying when you're suffering. I'm suffering with you. We're in the same boat. COVID, I think we're in the same boat. But if you learn, the reason is that what are you bringing children into a world where there's a famine? That's the logic. What are you bringing? I assume as I didn't because you're going to bring children into a, into a world like that. And how could you bring children? Then 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 COVID would apply because why would you bring children in the world where they? But then maybe COVID doesn't apply to children because they didn't get COVID, so it didn't apply to them in your case. But. According to that reason, it would be a napka minah. If the reason is that you don't want to subject, like in the Holocaust, that would be the napka minah, they allowed have tashmish during the Holocaust. What are you bringing children? But that, that's what we learned from, from, uh, from, uh, from Amram. When Amram refrained from his wife, because his sevanah was, what are we bringing children into the world for? So the could throw them into the, into the river? So what did, what did Miriam say? Your is worse. Because your is only against, your, your against the boys and the girls. Which is by that only because there was an option for a girl, but it's masbah that if Paro made against it against everybody, so could be then uh, I Amnab mean, had a right to to to, to leave uh, to, to, to separate from his wife. Any <clears> mishnah <throat> I don't have I don't have a mishnah in front of me. You, 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 I'd like to see the mishnah on that halakha. Do we have a, You have that uh, Benny will get it, and read it to us. But I don't have the books in front of me. I'd like to see that halakah. It makes it to Shulchan.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I see it here. I see the Ora Haim, Si Man Tafkuf Ayin Dalit, Eve Dalit. Benny, you want to read it first? Let's hear uh, this halakha.
2: Sorry, you got it. Course. And let's
0: hear the Mishnah Abrah. <laughs> Tafkuf Ayin Dalit, halakha Dalit. I don't
1: think it applies only to the Ivan. I think it's to any. No,
0: in the Khanami, and you yeah, I'm talking about like you know when they were weird. everything was uh, people were dropping like flies at the right. beginning. Yeah, but then everybody was dropping, so therefore could be. I get it. that doesn't apply. It's happening to everybody. But let's see the let's see the halakha. Benny, take it over. I see you. You're good.
2: Okay.
0: So Top Definitely valid. It looks like it's valid.
2: Uh-huh. Darwin. It's good
0: good let's see my Good. good. So he's learning it's a sad issue, like we learned from Rashi.
2: <coughs>
0: okay, let's see this, ma'am. you have it in front of you. Yeah, ma'am. <laughs>
2: No, no, no! It's right before. The- yeah,
0: that's me. Let's see, right
2: there. In yeah. the bed. Yes. But we still respect. I want to say. You'd bet. I think he said. הסולם שמש מהתור בישנה רעונן Ella דה תשוקה בנים הגה בני ישראל
0: ללקמנת רק אני יודע. לא והוא בשאר אה הוא בשאר מה? it. הוא בשאר the <laughs> Emirate <laughs> 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 Good, like we just saw in Tospot.
2: Okay.
0: Yes, we saw that in Maharsha. Uh, is okay, even Mishneh uh, Avon. Very good. Okay, a little more clarity. Just one more Maharsha before we pray the more There's a beautiful Maharsha here in the. Um, in the two escort the that's the good angel that stays right. which means why is the שומאל putting the hands on his head? The Malach Ra should be putting his hands on the head. Malach Tov not going to Eladab of He has to answer Amen to the curse of the Malach Ra. Like we saw on Friday night, when the two Malachim come, the Malach Tov is forced to answer Amen to the curse of the Malach Ra. That's why the Gemara says both of them put their hands on the head. Because he's going to get zapped, not only from the Malach Ra, but he's going to get the confirmation from the Malach Tov. Look at the next one. Rabbi, inter- Rabbi sorry to interrupt. Said,
2: There's someone is showing me a note from the to Teshuvah that actually I think deals with Mark's question exactly. Uh, it says Sharetuva Hevi, Bishem, Sherkis, Rola, the Kavan Shikatu, the Enna Ella Midak Alma, the Kath, some and Idana, like Kilbishar Sarot.
0: Yeah, so they became a Sharot because all things a Homla. Very good. Right. right. We saw Tosfon, all things that Hasidut.
2: Right. the the Sur, Avon,
0: the Okay, but they are one Dapka and not because. They're lenient and other right. Okay, very good. Very good. Okay, now, but I look at one more Maharsha before we go, we make our way. The Maharsha says over here, uh She-ken Look at um Abne Beto. That Maharsha over there says, Well, actually, let's read a couple. Mimi Aid, Ikara Ibiltab a Perikendor Who's going to testify against me? It's all Not only this that a guy's not Any Avera is going to have to worry about the walls of his house, testifying. Why is it bringing them over here then? That you should be yourself. Darishla alma al <inaudible> <inaudible> which is if you hold the whole thing is that why you shouldn't eat in front of the people like Yaakov said Lama so the guy might rationalize and say but I'll eat in my house who sees me in my house that's why the Gabbana says no that even if you eat in your house it's not only a maritayin issue even in your house we're worried about that you're going to be uh, exposed by the walls of your house. That's where that's that's what we learned it. Avne bitoshne imad. He just says, What's the difference between an, a, a, a wall and a, and a brick? Because there's eben mikiri, it's like that's on the inside, and the uh, kapis is the bricks that are on the outside. Evan Shibnin Bekiraba'i, it's aat fi'aid allah, mitoch, uh michutz lakir. What he's doing inside is going to be publicized outside. Very good. That the, the the wall that's inside is going to scream out to the wall that's outside. And the kapis that's inside is going to scream to the ads that's outside. So basically, the inside is going to bring it to the outside. And once it's outside, everybody's going to know what he's doing over here. Fine. Now, the rest of the Gemara is not necessary, says the Maharsha. The Nishama, uh, the, uh, the, the, the Tumal Achim. The main thing of this Gemara is the war's going to testify what the guy's doing in private. The guy's eating on Yom Kippur in private. The war's going to testify in that guy. What is this other stuff that the government is bringing? So the Maharsha, when we come back, will explain to us that it's different scenarios. When Malachim testify against the guy, when, angels, when the angels testify, and when the Shema testifies, when his limbs. So we'll stop here. Stay tuned. We'll come back. We'll pick up at this Maharsha. Okay, Let's finish this Maharsha that we uh, started to talk. I'm going to read Maharsha Dibura Matheel. Uh, so we saw that one. So in the middle of it, he says, in the first column, I'm sorry, in the second column on Daftet in the pages of Ma'arsha, he says, There's three types of Averot that a person commits. Okay, commits a negative commandment with an action attached to it. Second type of sin he commits is he goes against a positive commandment. How do you transgress a positive commandment? You're passive, you don't do anything. Where he transgresses a sin that's dependent on speech when it comes to the laves, that's the two angels that are going to testify, why do the angels testify? Because he created those angels through his actions. When a person does a, a, a lave, he creates a malach. So therefore, it's going to be his own actions that are going to testify against them. yom, there's 365 days in the year corresponding to the Lavim of the Torah. What's that word over there? He changes on the bottom. Right. The 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 three hundred and sixty five uh, um, days of the year they belong to Satan. Actually, three hundred sixty four, which is gematria has Satan, and one day belongs to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, which is Yom Kippurim. Shu has Satan, gematria Shasad. Hotzmi Yom Kippurim. She enderetshut the katelegbol. Kimoratz Mosheket Yomah. Umaytela dichtiv kimalechab. She borelo lehadam bechodiyom. Every day a person creates angels according to his actions. So therefore, it's very good. The malachim that you created through your actions will testify. Hashem will command them that what? the testify. the at the time a person passes away, all his actions go and testify in front of him. Um, like we're going to say now. Now, when a person commits an avirah in speech, that is the neshama testifies against him. That's the Gemara that says the neshama testifies. That's specifically against sins of dibur. Because neshama, speech is a function of the neshama. Like we learned in Bereshit. And what going they explain over there? So therefore, So therefore, and like it says, which is the neshama, has Shokimit Bagufa Adam, he shoma daein al-pithaipika. That's gonna testify on pithaipika, which is the words that you uh, that you utter. Now when a person transgresses a positive commandment, and you didn't do anything, how do you transgress a positive commandment? You just sit passively, and you do nothing. So then the limbs are going to testify, because the limbs are the ones that are supposed to do things. So the passive limbs that did not act are going to testify against them. So it's beautiful. So each one of these Gemariyot, is representing a different type of judgment. And therefore, the mitzvot ase is Ramach. And ramah is Ramach Ivarim. So therefore, the ramah Ivarim are going to testify against the ase, keramim besof meseket makot, umay teda nekhtib, v'atem edad le'em mineketib, yitiru edem farikot z'ti yi pesukim over Now, <coughs> now it says that the dechol mitzvot shesel osim ba'olam hazeh, ba'ot u'meidot radim da'olam haba, they're going to come and testify against the person of olam haba. Like it says, and he quotes the of pasuk over there. Okay. Very good. Very good. Okay. Now let's go back to the Gemara. <clears> the <throat> The Gemara then continues and says, "El ve'en avil. That God is just. He's a God of emuna, which is emet. Ve'en ava, There's no perversion. There's no corruptiveness. No corruption. El emuna. What do we learn from this? Kesem she nefraim menatishaim leolam abah. That just like God punishes the reshaim leolam abah, afidu al averak kala even on a minor infraction. The reshaim going to get punished. Shosim kaak nefraim menatzadikim baolam mazeh. So too the tzadikim are going to get punished baolam mazeh al averak kala shosim even on small infractions that just like the will get reward even on a small mitzvah that they do, so to the will get reward in this world beautiful, so therefore basically it's saying that just like the tzadikim, they get punished in the world so too the tzaddik will get punished in Ulam Azeh. And just like the tzaddik gets rewarded in Ulam Azeh, so the rasha gets rewarded in this world as well. And the Maharsha explains this, that this Gemara is explaining the phenomenon of why do we see sometimes tzaddik v'ra'lo and rasha' betovlo That means when you see a tzaddik suffering, you have to know it's because just like the rasha gets punished for his sins in Ulamabah. The tzaddik is punished for his sins in this world. That's why you, you're seeing tzaddik v'naloh, and, and vice versa. Sometimes you see the Shah betovlo. That just like God rewards the tzaddikim for everything that they do in ulama God also rewards the shayim as well. That and that answers why sometimes you see the shayim prosper. If you just, I'll just read you the lashon of the uh, Mahadsha, and he says, I'm reading in the middle of that piece. He says like this: of forish mishum. The When you see a tzaddik and having a bad time, Don't be shocked on this. The God is just. Just like the get punished in even on a minor infraction. So the tzaddik gets punished as well. even on a minor infraction. The en adam sadiq Nobody is a perfect Sadiq. There's no corruption, which means just like they pay the tzaddik and olam for all his deeds. Don't be shocked when you see rachav betovlo. Why? Because just like they pay for the sacher tov for olam even on the mezvach kala, so too they're going to reward the Rishaim in this world as well. Okay, Rabotai. <coughs> Let's continue the gemara. Gemara says. Sadiq <inaudible> After 120, when a person retires to his world, all his mitzvot, or his deeds, I should say, are um, itemized in front. They are, you know, listed in front of him. And they tell the person, this is what you did, and this is the place, Beyond on this day. And he agrees. He says, Yes, I did it. Okay, sign now. You have to sign the waiver that uh, that uh, you're admitting that you did it. And he's going to sign. Each person is going to sign. And when he gets his punishment, he's going to say, I deserve it. He's going to say, The judgment that I'm getting is, <coughs> is worth is uh, justified. And he's going to say, you judged me properly. That we're going to verbally admit that we deserve the punishment. That's the way the Gemara learns over here. And that's what it means, that we are, ourselves are going to say, it is sadiq v'yashar. We're saying that that God, whatever you do to us, <coughs> is sadiq v'yashar. Right, well, that's the way the Maharsha learns as well. Okay, now we move on to a new sugya. Sugya so, yeah, we discusses what is the Torah's feelings about people that fast. Is fasting considered a good thing? Is it a noble thing, or? Maybe it's considered something that you shouldn't do. After all, why should you deprive your body from nutrition that it needs? So the Gemara over here will give two opinions. Gemara begins. Amal Kol Anybody okay. that sits and fasts. Okay, he's a sinner. Savar ki <clears throat> Shmuel holds like the following, Tana. <clears> that Tanya, We're talking about a nazir. So it says, The nazir needs kapara for his sin. What sin? A, a sin for what he did with the nefesh. Well, what nefesh did he... Did he sin with? Now the simple interpretation: this person is talking about a nazir that became tameh. So if a nazir became tameh, he needs kapara for the nefesh that he became tameh too. But he learns it over here that no, the nazir needs kapara for himself for his nefesh. Why? You know why he needs kapara? Because he deprived himself from something that it's allowed. You're allowed to drink wine, so therefore he needs kapara for the sin that he did. What's the sin? that he calls himself tsar against the wine. This guy, the Nazir, only deprived himself from wine, which is only one item, and still Nikla <laughs> Hotin, he's still called a sinner. Or the most of a person deprived himself from all sustenance. Certainly, he's been considered a sinner. So that's the opinion of what? That's the opinion of Shemuel. That's based on the opinion of Rabbi Al-Azhar HaKafar, Rabbi, however, not everybody agrees with this. Rabbi Al-Azhar, Omer, polar opposite. He says, Nikra Kadosh, that a person who fasts is actually called Kadosh, he's Holy Shana Again, same pasuk by the Nazir. Kadosh, he gadel, Peras se'ar, roshol. The guy that grows his hair, namely the Nazir, Kadosh, he is he's considered holy man and this god that only refrained and agonized himself what from only one item, namely the wine, and still what nikla kadosh, the person mitsa'ir himself from all items, all kamah, bikama, or the more so. the Gebranat comes along and says, now with ha ikri kadosh. What does she do with that? It says the Nazir is kadosh. No, Ahu a pera It says his hair is kadosh, which means the hair of the Nazir is asur And then we know how to benefit from it. That's all it's saying. Kadosh yigadil pera. I mean, the hair that he grew is kadosh, but not the guy. Or what does the the azar with hoter, What will the azar do with Shmuel's, or the azar benakefaz proof that it says It's talking about what he means, betame himself. He's a sinner because the he's not allowed to meet himself to him. and this guy was metame himself, so that's why it's called a hoter. Fine. Now, let's look at the Tosfot. Amar Shemuel, Kol betanit We have a question. We said in the eighth pedic and Baba Kama, a person can cause damage to himself. About the chayim shavlobo, but somebody else that causes damage hayavim. What are we talking? Or mefares shatam? How's the person damaging himself? Rasha'i amad shemuel be yosheb betanit. It means he's fasting. And who's making that statement? Shemuel. It's Masfor is saying a person has a right to be chovel baatsma to to damage himself through fasting. Alma, mam Masfor the Shemuel kama be yosheb lo nikrahoteh. He's not called a sinner. So make up your mind, Shemuel. So, there's no question. He's called the Hotek and and like we made the Kaboom Amazing. Which means there's, a, there's an offset here. That's for sure he's considered a sinner. But the mitzvah that he gets for fasting, because there is a benefit of fasting, outweighs the, the sin. So at the end of the day, he might be in positive territory, but he's still called the Choteh initially. It's just that you can't call himself Chovey because he's basically doing something that is positive. Uh, the mitzvah lindor, it's a mitzvah to make nadalim. Like it says, Sometimes it's a mitzvah to make yourself a nazir. Like, what well, he put it in the so he can't say that every Nazir is a, is a sinner. Sometimes the Torah tells you you should make nazirut. So, therefore, there are benefits of fasting. But he's saying that it's still considered a, a, a chote. Then he says, It's like a ta'anit chalom that you fast on Shabbat. The Qur'an gives he gets a benefit. They rip up the dream but he has to pay because he fasted on Shabbat. He has to do another fast. So it's the same item. It's a good item, but there's a catch-22 to it. That means there is also a sin attached to it that why are you fasting on Shabbat? He has no choice. So he has to fast on Sunday. He has to fast the next day. So that's the way those four gets around them. Continue. But wait. al Adam said A person has to uh, evaluate himself. You have to imagine that there's kadosh in your stomach. What does that mean? There's kadosh in your stomach. <coughs> Inside of you is kadosh. Now, she explains this. You have to look at your stomach or your intestines, it's a holy organ. And therefore, you're not allowed to weaken them. Which means what? Which means, because you, your insides are holy. So that's the way that she learns this Gemara. This, this. What's the Kadosh? The Kerebayim, in the intestines or the stomach is Kadosh. Tosfat, turns a little different. Kadosh Kadosh is not going on the intestines of the Kadosh, that Ki'ilu Kadosh, Ki'ilu wa Kadosh Baruchu, who is Kadosh, is inside of you. Pirush, the aman the ancient declared Kadosh, Kamacho the declared Kadosh. So, what do you see from over here? We said above that what did Rabbi Al Azad tell us? That a guy who first is called the Kadosh. Over here it's saying, whether you learn like Rashi or whether you learn like Tosfo, that on the contrary, that your stomach is Kadosh, or Hakadosh Baruchu is inside of you. And therefore, don't, uh, don't, don't, don't cause your stomach to become weakened. Which sounds like, don't fast. So make up your mind, Nabil Hazat. Is fasting a positive or is fasting a negative? And the Gemara, uh, uh, by the way, on this uh, uh, Gemara, there's a very difficult Maharsha, exactly, uh, to be honest with you. I'll just point it out to you. The B'Farshim struggled to understand what he's talking about. It says that um, if you look at the Ma'ar shop, he says, we understand, He says, according to Tosfot, we understand the S'tirah from the to Rabbi the Over There we're saying like the Kaddosh Baruch Hu is in his stomach. And over there we said, what? That it's praiseworthy. the what the he just says, but according to she's way of learning the Gemara, I don't know what the Stira is. And all the Mefaitim say, I don't know why you don't know what the Stira is. It's the same thing like That she's The only Mahlug bin Rashi in Tosvot is how to learn the word Kadosh. Is Kadosh a Kadosh baruchu or is Kadosh has Me'ayim Kadosh? But either way, he's saying that you're not allowed to fast. So we, the, the, the Mefaitim are struggling to understand why the Maharshah did not understand this question, the Perush Rashi. But again, according to us, we understand it perfectly well that you have a stira between the azad against the azad Nonetheless, the Gemara answers, Very good. That means, if the person can handle the fast, which means he's able to tolerate the fast, it's not going to get him sick, then he's Kadosh. However, if he's not able to fast and it causes him, uh, you know, physical damage, so then already, you shouldn't fast. So then the, so really, the Gemara is answering, it depends not everybody that fast is necessarily kadosh. Sometimes the person has to say, "I don't want to become kadosh like that." I have kadosh inside of me already. Don't fast. Why? Because he cannot tolerate. Barak comes along and says, "Amal hasid." Huh? He's called a hasid. Who's called a hasid? So read Rashi nekra hasid.
1: Hamit Anneh. Not sure. Ish hasid. Gorgeous. So we
0: have a pasuk that says the Gemara quotes actually. Gomel nafshu, ish hasid, The person that's gomel nafsho. Now, what does gomel mean? So that she says, melashon gomel is, for example, when one weans himself. Like it says, e When Yosef became, when yitzhak became weaned. Mm-hmm. So therefore, gomel nafsho. He weans himself off of food. He's call himself a hasid. So that's the way that she learns the kemara. It's talking about somebody that does not fare that does not eat. Meaning he's fasting is a gomel nafsho ish hasid. Now Tosfot learns diametrically the opposite. Look at Tosfot gomel nafsho. Pirush, she hasid le eno mitaneh. Ah, He's doing a hasid to his body. How do you do a hasid to your body? You eat. And therefore he says he's called the Hasid. <laughs> now, the Ma'ajra points out over here that Look at the end of the pasuk. The end of the pasuk says, "The sheero akzar, the one that uh, punishes his body is cruel." So therefore, he says we can answer both parts of the Pasukim based on what we just learned above. Had the matzil etzaru nafsheh, had the lomatzil etzaru nafsheh. If you're able to handle the fast, gomel nafsheh ish If you're not able to handle the fast, then the ocher nafsheh So both parts of the pasuk work out. Fine. This is this fellow studying Torah and Yeshiva. The Yatib beta that sits in fast. We've been better off. Let the dogs eat the food that he didn't eat. Let the dogs eat his leftovers. Now, what does that mean? So the Gemara says, obviously it's 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 not such a good thing for Tamida Kamimin to fast. So look at that she over here. <laughs> <laughs> now <laughs> <Rashi actually laughs> that she actually had another Girisiah, that she actually had Shimimaitimai. The reason why Tamil Akam shouldn't fast because it's gonna take away from his service. He's not able to learn correctly. That she says, Halashu
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ah,
0: so here we're learning a <laughs> make so Tamir HaKam fasting is going to take away from his energy levels, and he's not going to be able to learn correctly, so that might not be so good. And it says, let him give, give the leftovers to the dog. What
1: does that mean? Right. It's
0: just like a guy who's fasting, who doesn't have, whose dog ate his lunch. So there's no value for such a fast. you're not eating because uh, you have no food because you don't get the lunch. I a mean, Tam fasting is no different than that. I mean, it's, it's not praiseworthy. That's the way that she learns it. But the Maharsha over here actually flips it over and learns it in a beautiful way. If you look at the Maharsha where he says um, he says "I am Pirush Rashi." Again, it's obvious talking about whether the Tamil Khan cannot handle it. Again, we're always going to make that uh, difference, that distinction. Obviously, if Tamir HaKam is going to get weakened by it, so it's not going to be good. But we can say the opposite also. But if the Tamir Khan can handle the first, it's great. Because he has no benefit from the study, which means in the case where let's say his dog ate his food, so it's a real shame. Because he doesn't even benefit from the extra food that he didn't eat. Which means it's always so a really sadistic guy. It's, if the dog would eat his food, then it's a really perfect situation where not only is he fasting but it's not like he gained you know, a couple extra loaves of bread as a result. No, let the dog eat his food, then he gets a really uh, full, uh, full credit. So there are two ways of learning this. If he can't handle it, then it's no different than if somebody's dog ate his food, and that's why he didn't eat. You don't get credit for that. Or the explanation is, no, let the dog eat his food, and then he'll really get credit, because he fasted Shem Shamayim Comes the Gemara and continues. Amar Rabbi Yirmiya, Bar Abba. There's no such thing as ta'ni in the sense that you fast from the night before. But outside of Yom Kippur, all the fast days that they had in Babel started in the morning. They don't start in, in tzibur Rashi.
1: Right,
0: only the only ones that they start fasting from the day before and they don't wear shoes and all that, it's only says, uh, Which means, he's learning those. they did have to fast. Yeah. You know, because they were, they were always, they had a lot of rain. So in Israel, they might have had to make a lot of these ta'nits, but in Israel, in, in, in Babel, they really never had to fast, you know, any extra days because it was a, a rainy, rainy place. Okay, that's the way Tos fort learns. The Gebarah says, Amar Bidemiya Bar Abba, Amar we go back uh, to this point here, and Tamid hakam. Because it's going to take away from his service like we learned. Now the Gemara continues. We learned in the Mishnah that on these first three fasts when there's not a, no rain, so the Yahidim start to fast and they're able to eat at night. The fast does not start until the morning. Amar Amaravuna halaka Yahee chikibel alab ta'anit. A Ya'id, an individual that accepted upon himself a fast. Afidu akal bisha ta' qural. Even if he ate the whole night before, which he's allowed to eat the whole night before, the maharu palet tifilat ta'anit. The next day he's able to pray what's called tifilat ta'anit. Now, what does that mean, the mahar mid palet tifilat ta'anit? As she says, anenu. Even though you say, well, wow. but the guy ate on that day, the night and the day the same day. So how can he say, Aneen? because his fast doesn't begin until the day. So that even though he ate the whole night before, he's still allowed to say, Aneenu. Tosfot comes along and says, Tema amayna kat Tosfot doesn't know why you're giving the example of a yachid. Right, the same thing would apply to a Tani Sibur. When the Sibur when the is fasting for rains, it's the same law. The fast doesn't start till the day. And even though they ate the whole night before, they could say, I need it in the morning. So just Fotoch so doesn't know why the Gemara chose a case of Yahid Shikib Alav. It can be the same law when it comes to a Sibur as well. Now the Gemara comes along and says an interesting case. Lan beta anito." What does it mean, Lan betanito means the guy fasted. Fasted Monday, let's say. And then Monday night, he was planning on breaking his fast. He got busy. Didn't end up breaking his fast. Ended up sleeping the whole night, Monday night, without eating. And now Tuesday morning, he's still fasting. So the question is, can you start counting now, that as an extra fast now? Because basically he did, he did fast. So the Gabbara says, The next morning, you can't say anin. That doesn't count as a ta'anit. Rashi. Le-mahar. La- Le-mahar. I'm
1: sorry, I'm sorry, you're right, David. You're right. Le-mahar. Right, and then he said, I'm
0: fasting already. So I'm to sleep here. You know, so he decided to fast that night. Le-mahar.
1: Le-mahar. Yeah, he wants, he wants to get extra credit. He'll say, Listen, I fasted at night already, didn't I? Let me say
0: anenu in the morning before I break my fast, And at least I'll get another uh, another anenu
1: in there, another another even though right. Why can't he say
0: anenu? So the Gemara is going to analyze that, that case right now. The Gemara says, Yosef, my kasaba What does he hold? Does he hold, speedale? Which means, kasaba Avuna speedale En mitanim Sha'ot. Maybe he holds, there's no such thing as a ta'anit shaot. There's no such thing as a partial ta'anit, the only fasting at night. Ta'anit's got to be a full day, from morning to night. So maybe there's no such thing as tani shaot, meaning a partial ta'anit. Or maybe no, there is a concept of ta'anit sha'ot, but what? But maybe a guy that just fasts a partial fast cannot say anenu. That's the point. Really old, you can't make partial fasts. And number two, can even say anenu. So what are he you doing? He never accepted the ta'nit. He accepted the ta'anit the day before, Monday. Fasted Monday, beautiful. Monday night, by default, he just kept fasting. So since there wasn't a Kabbalah in that ta'anit, it just happened by default, you can't say anenu in that case. But in Ekonameh, if he accepted a ta'anit cha'od, legitimately, in Ekonameh, you can say anenu. So read the she now. You just have to read the uh, Pirush, uh, first uh, wide line, of the shorter wide line. May Kasabara
1: Buna Enmit Hanin Sha'ot Kilomart Hide Kaamad the Mahar Enmit Palel to Fila Taanit, the Kha Kah enomet Palel the Kabala Ta'anit Zh and O Kabala Eno Ta'it Claw, the Imot Sail Echol with his oat Bitoka Taani, had a shoot beyado, the end the Kabalin Ta'it Sha'ot, Tigon Zh, Shilohibel Ta'anitch, Laila Zem it. He didn't accept the study
0: the day before like you're normally supposed to do. So, maybe forget about (laughs) Anenu. Maybe he can even eat if he wants. Maybe the fact that he decides to fast at night doesn't mean anything at all. Tani doesn't mean nothing. Forget about Anenu. You can even eat if you want. Because you really didn't make an official Kabbalah the day before like you're normally supposed to. That's one, one Sabbara. Kiddik
1: Tani? Lan Batani Tor, Dimashman Me'elat, Kisha Sheikhu Badis Oda, Madhu Lahal, Kulomar, Shahayabida Atole, Right,
0: so he didn't make a Kabbalah of the day. Because it sounds like he was planning on eating. And then all of a sudden he said, you know what? Already I didn't eat, uh, it's 10 o'clock at night, I'll continue. So that's not a Kabbalah, it's, it's the Zman already. So therefore, maybe, that's not even considered a first b'cholal. <laughs> oh, dear, ma.
1: Hi, the Kabbalah, I'm going to make a Kabbalah of the day, and I'm going to make a Kabbalah of the day, and I'm going to make a Kabbalah of the day. I'm going Right, maybe no. But,
0: maybe this is considered a continuation of his fast. And therefore, he can't break his fast. But the question, she- you don't say on
1: anyone a partial fast. Right. That, that, that's the two studies,
0: is do we say that it's not a tiny mikhlal because no such thing as tiny chaot, You got accepted, accept it, you need to accept it. Uh, or do we say, no, there's a cut of tiny chaot, And really, it's a fast what this guy's doing because he accepted it to, 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 to fast at night, but it's not so serious that you would need an anin. The Gemara's answer, the Olam Kasabat.
1: The <to> Olam <us> Kasabad, the Mit Anin the Chowd. The the Chowd, the Palayal Tikilat Ta'anit. The <laughs> answer is even a Tani shout, you gotta accept. And he
0: didn't accept the Tani child. This was like a continuation of his original fast. You know, he just kept it going. So, therefore, since he kept it going without a Kabbalah, that's not even called a ta'alit shah, really there's a constant of ta'alit First, you can fast partially, and cha you can even say anenu. But this is lacking one ingredient, a kabbalah. You need a kabbalah. Even though he was
1: already in a That's the point. That's
0: the idea. And, you, and don't think, well, listen, I want to piggyback on the original kabbalah. No, the original kabbalah was not for two days. The original, over a day and a half. The original kabbalah was what? So that day. Once the night came, he wanted to put a bonus uh, uh, time on. Oh, that bonus didn't kabbalah of, 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 of kabbalah.
1: Rabbi, the last two words of Rashi, It sounds like it is something anyway, but it's not hashub enough to say anenu.
0: That's correct. Which means, and therefore, although he's fasted, was mitsuti fasted, you can't take that away. Mitsiut the guy, fasted. However... The next morning, such a taanit that came without a kabbalah, even though normally we say taanit shaot does get mm-hmm. a anenu. This type of taanit shaot is not ashur to get an anenu, because why? Because there was no kabbalah. Comes the Tosfot over here. Tosfot says, "Lan betaanito pirush." Shitana yom lo akal. He fasted the day, the night he didn't eat. Alav. That's your point, Norman. even though the ta'anit was actually a continuation from the original Kabbalah that he made, but there's no ta'anit in such a case. Ubahag has a like a riddle over here. ta'anit, there's a case where a person will eat. And he will say anenu, what's that case? Mm-hmm. That even though you ate the whole night before, you can still say anenu in so Sha'rit. That's a case where you're eating and where you are saying anenu. And then there's a case that what? Where you're fasting and you don't say. Right, right in Arbeit, even though you're fasting the whole day, in Arbeit you're not gonna say anenu. That on a first day, you don't say anenu in shahrit. Because he might be a shakran, a liar, because he might not end the fasting He might have to break his fast So then how can you say anenu in some of in shahrit? Even in a hard time already, you made it to the end. You can say anenu. So that was Bahag's opinion. No anenu in shahrit. The shema lo you say anenu in shahrit. He might not finish the ta'anid. Tosfot says nothing doing. He's not malicious. This guy. He was intending to fast. Now circumstances rose after. That's not worse than It's not worse than a guy that's That must that that, that that At least he fasted part part of the day. We agree. You can fast part of the day, right? Can a, can a person let's say make a tannit from from alot hashat el chatzot? Yes. So therefore, this guy's not worse than that if he eats at uh, two o'clock in the afternoon. So he can say aninu. Mm-hmm. What did it say in the But we're going to learn it later on. That if let's say the rain came when they were fasting before midday, mashlimim they don't have to continue the fast. Now umistama tiflat ta'anit. Even though they even though they said aninu in the morning you see, they don't have to finish. They can eat, even though they said Aninu. Why they look like they liars? And you see what? they intended to fast, and that is no reason not reach for the fast, well, they're not considered liars, that's what I have to want to show you against the Mahan. Enze Why? the Amruha. Who says they said anenu in the morning? We have no Ayah that they said anenu. I'm assuming those words that they said Aninu in the morning. Mor which means there was a, he fasted on Shabbat, oh, he wanted to fast. So they told him, "Don't fast today, because you couldn't fast today. fast a different day." He's, like, "I can't." Amadu Tanit like, "I can't. I have to fast because Tanit you know, Tanit You have to fast on that day." Now, what happened is he started to fast. We're so, assuming he said anenu, and then he said he couldn't continue his fast. So therefore, why did the vaga do it? Uh, he, so he says what? He says I can't make it up on different days. Why did he say that? He should have said I said anenu in the morning. I can't make it up. I don't want to be a liar. Exactly, which means when it comes to a tannit halom, you don't make a kabbalah on that one. So, when you don't make a Kabbalah, you don't say Aninu for sure. So, therefore, you don't make a Kabbalah. You had a to dream the night before, you you have to face the next day. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, you have no ra'ya against the Bahag in that case. Because in that case over there, he didn't, he didn't have a problem as if there was, there was no Aninu in that case. There's no Kabbalah in that case. Everybody agrees you don't say Aninu in that case. That's not an Ayat to the Haggum, maybe you bring your Ayat to the Bahag, uh, um, because again, what did he say? He says, "Why didn't he tell him to be not? Am I amar b'deshamati? To be not tanit? Elat mashra what? They didn't say ta'anit. Uh, so to be not tanit. So that's was a raya bahag. There's no raya because over there there was no kabbalah. There's no kabbalah and a tanit uh, uh, halom. V'katam al ram, Misha lo kibelad be'odiyom en omer anenu elat the tanit halomu. That's what he says, the that if a person does not make a kabbalah and a taanit, he cannot say Aninu. Unless it's a taanit halom. Taanit halom is the exception. V'nogim she shaliyah uh, simur umro b'shachrit. but the shaliyah simur does say Aninu in shahrit to to the in order to let the people know that it's a taanit. Abal yachid anu omer adam minha ha. Okay, that's a false opinion. The Ashkenazim do that too. They only say anenu in uh-huh. minha u'betul orah hayim. The Shalei HaSibur can always say it because the Shalei was not going to be a liar because there's always going to be somebody in the Qahal that's fasting. A yachid can't do because he might break his fast. But the Shalei HaSibur is saying it for the Qahal. Uh-huh. For sure somebody in the Kahal is going to fast. So the Shalei was is not considered a liar because for sure, again, his words will be will be fulfilled by somebody in the Qahal. Okay, that's the Tosport. Unless it rains before Hatzor, and then everyone could break it. Okay, that's a regular law. Right. That's a regular law. Exactly. Okay, let's finish the Gemara. Mor uqba ikla leginzak. Okay, mor uqba, not ginzak. It's a place. So they asked him the following three questions. What's the questions they asked him? Metanim Sha'ot or en metanim Sha'ot? Are you allowed to make this standing shout Now, by the way, let me make it clear. Tanit shahot doesn't mean that you eat breakfast and you fast from you know, 12 to 6. It means you fast from the morning till Chatzot, without eating. That's what Not that you fast the second half of the day after you ate. Anyway, he didn't, he didn't know the answer. Now, Rashi will tell you that some have the girsah in this Gemara, Rabbi Akiva, instead of Mor'ugba. But he says, no, it can't because Rabbi Akiva would have known the answer. <laughs> and then he says, anyway, the Gemara would have brought it in the Lashon of a like the Tanya. And over here, it sounds like it's an Amorayic... Uh, statement. The second question I asked him was You have these jugs, these earthenware jugs that the Guhim store their wine in. Are you allowed to use them or not? Are they mutar or asur? Well, of course they absorb the wine. He didn't know the answer to that one either. Then he said We know that during the seven days prior to the uh, inauguration of the Mishkan to the prior seven days were called the Zayin Yemim Miluim. That was a Moshe Rabbeinu was making his own uh, preparations for the Mishkan. What was he wearing? Was he wearing Was he wearing uh, regular clothes, plain clothes? He, he was serving. Moshe bin was serving the first seven days. What was he wearing? Lo'av Abiyedi. don't know that one, also. It was all for three. Azad B'sheir bin So he went to ask in the Ben Medrasha. Number One. Mithanim the sha'out. You can make tani cha'ot. Umit palilim te fila ta'anit and you say anenu even on the tari cha'out. Vilkita kan kanim shal noqreem, these vessels of the guiem asar chodesh mutarim. After twelve months, you can use them. That's a hadush over there. Why is it why what happens after twelve months over here? So look at the she where it says kan kanim shal hearis. Stop right there. Get the answer. This <laughs> is okay. After 12 months.
1: Wow. You don't,
0: have, you, don't, you, don't <laughs> make, you don't even have to pour water in it. You just let, uh, after 12 months, the, the wine dissolves. Interesting. We could use this maybe when you have white dishes of the goyim, So maybe after 12 months you can have this eter like on on China and things like that where it's hard to kosher then you can be lenient. But then he said but within 12 months (laughs) So
1: then
0: you have to make irui. You have to fill it up with water and make irui uh, three days in a row which is a different halakha. He's saying but after 12 months you don't have to make irui. You don't have to pour water in it. You can just use it uh, as is. Okay, second question. Uh, third question: What did Moshe use or wear during the seven days of Mitzvot? A white, uh, a white cloak. That did not have a hem; it was one solid piece, no stitches. They didn't add the sleeves or add the bottom. It was all one piece, like a, like a rope. Why? So exactly. So it'll be above any suspicion, because then people will say, oh, he made this hem, so he can, you know, he, he can siphon some money from the uh, treasury and stick it in his hem. He wanted to be above the, the uh, suspicion, We tem the king. Read the Rashi, two Rashi's you're reading here now. Stop. V'ma shimesh Moshe? V'ma shimesh Moshe? V'ma shimesh Moshe? De'ilu
1: be'aharon keti b'de ki hona <laughs> but we have no question <laughs> what Aharon was wearing.
0: Aharon was wearing Big Dekuna during the Zayn Mimidween. Clearly says that he dressed Aharon.
1: But <laughs> right, we didn't see
0: Big Deke Huna by Moshe. So Mr. Ma Now, what is he wearing? A Weekday clothes? That's also not so uh, simple to say. They was wearing his regular uh, weekday clothes. So the good defense. <laughs> uh, so it was designated clothes. He wasn't wearing his weekday clothes. He wore a white uh, cloak that was made for that. Made out of Peshtan. <laughs> right, no
1: hem. No uh, it was made out of one,
0: one, uh, one, one piece. It wasn't, it wasn't piecemeal. Where you're putting this, the, 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 you're adding parts to it where you have to put stitching and then when there's stitching you can stick things and underneath the creases over
1: there. <laughs>
0: In order to be above the fray, we okay, that's uh, today's dab.